stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. South Pasadena, California. This is the Stand Alive podcast. Not actually what we're called. We're the Blue Heaven podcast. Sorry, guys, for being a minute late here on the thing, but we're still here. We still have beer. And um, look, there's a deer. My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Crushing it. Yeah, you're real good at that rhyming stuff. You should uh, start a baseball, baseball, baseball YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm one of them uh, rapists. Yep. One of them rap guys. Pro rapper. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, we're talking game four of the National League Division Series with your Los Angeles Dodgers having their backs up against the wall and being real scared and nervous. Uh, Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just describing myself. I don't know. It's uh, it's do or die time, and it's never a good feeling to be do or die this early in the postseason. I like to be this close to death, personally. Importantly, at Dodger Stadium tonight, no more wind because we are on wind watch. Did you uh, did you have any problems staying in your seat last night? Like, no, but I was sitting right below the foul pole, and I kept just looking up fair at fair pole, fair pole, because it was going like this. Uh huh. And I was like, that could that could play a role. Yeah. Did you know there was wind there though? Because Oof, media let us know a whole lot early on. And we're hoping for less devil magic uh, in the Giants' favor tonight at Dodger Stadium. Before we get into it, we got to remind you this is a podcast. Yes, I uploaded all of the past pre-games as podcasts, and I'll get this one uploaded as a podcast as soon as I can. But we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you're, you're – places uh that podcasts in your ear holes live we are going to be there so go ahead and uh you know subscribe there leave a review we'd appreciate it uh friends are here in the stream we also got enemies here in the stream uh, appreciate the giants fans that have been hanging out with us in uh, pre-game and post-game you guys are fun uh I-, I enjoyed watching somebody throw like a towel Incidentally or accidentally at Jerry Hairston, and then uh, apparently Jay Hair really—he was about to climb over the fence last night. To it go was like a Giants mass. flag. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a buddy at the game, and he's like, "Did you see what happened? Yeah, the the, the broadcaster guy is a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. He was going to jump the fence and try to kick his ass." And I was like, "Well, you know, don't throw shit at people doing their job." Jay Hair is also, you know, not like a lifelong media professional he is a former ball player so he's gonna come after you if you uh, mess with him too much been retired for like eight years you know <laughs> before we dive into too many of the comments we should we we saved our pregame shots for you guys so uh cheers like alcohol oh you did the spill i'm sorry i didn't realize your glasses we're, we're so drink- drinking our our sponsor jim beam out of our friends dugout mugs uh shot things smooth it's real smooth you can barely taste the burn <laughs> oh god all right alfonso on the youtube says we're taking it to san francisco anthony keen is in the stream says yo happy do or die tuesday my dudes i much prefer taco tuesdays as you can tell but do or die tuesdays are also fun ray f says it's still windy it's not you know 40 mile per hour gale force winds like there were at times last night because last night was wild i mean Max Scherzer got his ass blown over at one point in the early early throws of the game. Like you said, poles were blowing around, our pets' heads were falling off. Good time. <laughs> uh, Dong came over and YouTube says, give me hope. Dong, there's always hope because um, 
you know, we'll be alive tomorrow regardless. You know what they say. Personally. <clears throat> Hope in one hand, dong in the other. Wait. <laughs> a dong in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> I, I believe that's that's how it goes. Oh, baby dong? Hey, Graybeard's in the stream, and Graybeard has changed. He's added to his name. Now he's the real big Chivo. Which is like so. a goat. Thanks for hanging out. If you if there's a game five, let us know what the uh, the next version of your name is going to be. But he says uh, when Bueller gets lit up, I don't want to hear we should have started Gonsolin. I don't think there's anybody in any way is going to say we should have started Gonsolin over Walker Bueller, even no, if Walker no, no, somehow no, 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 does no. get lit up. Even if he gets lit up, I don't think any. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before, but it's the safe move for Doc. It's the one he can't get criticized for. Yeah, there's absolutely no way he's getting criticized for starting Walker Bueller on three days <clears> rest. He's he's big game Walker, and that's what you're going to do. So. Don't worry about that. Graybeard also says beat L.A. Congratulations. He can spell beat. Yeah. Be at. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be at L.A. Roach in the stream says, I think we win today, but I'm still dead inside from yesterday. Yesterday is a rough game. Really good game, I would imagine, if you don't have a rooting interest in that ball game. But we do, and it sucked. It's uh, it souped to the big tuna. It was uh, varying levels of embarrassing. Um, although I will note, you know, I, I – uh, when I made my my score prediction, I felt forced into that. I did not, and, you, and if you guys were there along with me, you know I had no real prediction throughout that whole thing until the last minute. Back against the wall, I just pulled something out because I'm a quality media professional. I had yeah. basically what I felt is what happened to that game. It could go any which way. I knew Alex Wood was going to shove in some way, and he did, even if it wasn't for... You know, the longest amount of time Max Scherzer came out, kept the team in the game. You know, you can't – you really can't expect him to go out there and throw a shutty and also, you know, like pinch in a, pitch in a couple of runs himself because they didn't get anything else done. So uh, it's one of those games. It was just going to be one of those games I don't feel as um, indecisive as I did yesterday. I feel more decisive today, and we'll get into that. Later in the show. You're going to hold your prediction. I'm going to hold everybody. my prediction. Yep. All right. All right. Well, we're not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Terry says Dodger fans are jumping off of the bandwagon. Terry, uh, we're not like Giants fans who showed up in 2010, you know, just to watch baseball. We're not quite there yet. We've been uh, suffering Dodgers fans for a long time. We're used to our Dodgers being bad. So nice mm -hmm. try. Appreciate you. Uh, Terry also says my prediction is all you predictors suck. <laughs> That's real good grammar there. I also have a grammarly link for you there, Terry. I got you hooked up. Don't worry about that. We're we're proud of you there, bud. Uh, we appreciate all you people <clears throat> in the stream, except for some of you. Leslie's in the stream saying last night sucked. It's do or die tonight, boys. That it is. Um, Richard Hooker, our friend Dick Hooker in the stream on Facebook saying it's not Halloween yet. So let's get rid of the black and orange. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you see. Do you think about the – I think uh, our friend Douglas brought it up, the fact that if it were somehow to be the Giants to push past us and push past the NLCS, would it be a Astros-Giants matchup? That's a real orange Oof. World Series, and I don't think anybody's about that. That just sounds boring and dull. <sighs> Who wants to watch that crap, dude? Nobody. Also, the Astros would absolutely light up the Giants. Just saying. <laughs> uh, the big uh, the big note. So do you, do you have – like, do we want to focus too much on yesterday? Because it feels like – you want me to give you the recap since I was at the game? Yeah, what's your recap? Much wind, no hit. That's the recap. That's pretty much all at I can tell you. At least give me time to drink a beer. I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, the energy was zapped out of the stadium. You Quick. could tell fans were just like, what the hell is going on? Nothing's happening. 
Um, I was one of, I think, three fans in the stadium that could tell off, like, from the crack of the bat that Gavin's ball was not out from my angle. So the second he hit it, I turned around and started walking up the stairs because I already knew. I was like, that's not out. People were losing their mind off the bat, like, absolutely going nuts. It should have been. Well, I just watched, uh, I don't know, was it Duggar in the outfield? Yeah. I don't remember who it was. I looked at Duggar, and I was like, that's in. So yeah, he I, just, was, I just left. He was tracking uh, the wind. So this is the this is the problem. Uh, yeah, sure, the guys did what they were supposed to do. They hit the ball hard. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you're not going to beat a wall of wind. The thing that hurt me more than Gavin's ball was Mookie's ball, oh. where Crawford got up there and took it away from him. Because that one off the bat, I was 1,000% sure that was a base. I was always, sure. I've been told all my life that white men can't jump. What the hell happened? It's the grease in his hair. Oh. Makes him slick, aerodynamic through the air. Look, 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 look. It was a great, great play. Just wish it didn't happen to us. That was that was really the dagger in the game, uh, in my opinion. That was um, the moment the Dodgers were out of the game. Yeah, because right there, you you're getting you're at least tied. At the very minimum, you're tied. He's hit it. He hit it so hard. I don't think Willie was going to score from there. But then you hope Trey Turner comes up behind Mookie, does some sort of Trey Turner magic behind that. But uh, just wasn't meant to be. CT hit the hell out of the ball in the game. But yeah, the Lux one. He hit it to the worst possible spot. And it did what it was going to do, you know? And and that's one of my biggest concerns um, is we – and we've seen it a lot with this, this team all season. It's that, that inability to adapt in the game, in the moment. That was a big thing that happened in game one. I mean, yeah, sure, Logan Webb pitched a hell of a game and he was shoving. But you look at it like beyond the third, fourth inning, whatever the hell, he threw – mostly change-ups right. and some breaking balls because the Dodgers just kept going, oh, der, oh, der. And that was, you know, that's that's what they, you, you can hear it when they did that. You can, yeah. What do you think about Logan Webb searching his own name on Twitter and liking <laughs> everybody's tweets? <laughs> I think that's a real Padres energy, to be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. Padre fan energy. I'm pretty sure I have more followers on Twitter than Logan Webb, so oh. that's not a good sign for you, bub. We're, we're more proud of you uh, for that, dear. But um, I want to see some adjustments in-game. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Uh, let's look into today's game because I don't want to dwell and there's no point in going backwards. You know, I saw uh, our friend um, um, uh, Jeff, Jeff Snyder, Locked on Dodgers podcast. He, he did, you know, his kind of like bump for today's version of their show. And he's like, we're not going to talk at all about tonight's game. We're going to look at what they need to do right the next day. So we talked a little bit about what went wrong. Today it's go time for the boys. There's 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 no tomorrow if you don't win today. They got the right guy on the bump. Um, first time in his career, Walker is going on short rest. Um, you ready to talk about that seven hundred fifty five thousand times during the broadcast? Oh yeah, this is the first time in his career he's going on short oh, rest. Yeah. Three days rest. He's been on three days rest. His first time in his career is on short rest. I will say, if they don't have one thing to talk about, they don't know what to do. I will say TBS is isn't as bad at dwelling on that. Like they're Still not they're not a rod they're not ESPN they're not talking about. Uh, to be fair, I didn't listen to the wind broadcast, so I don't know yeah. how bad that was, but I imagine not great. First inning, that was about it. Okay, yeah. Well, and first then, inning, get ready to hear a lot, a yeah. lot of this is his first time. He's on short rest. This is his first time. He's on short rest. 
they 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 got it out of the way, and we hopefully they get it out of the way once, and then hopefully you know the Dodgers go out there and uh, just start putting like thirty runs on the board, and then we're good to go. But um, the important thing is the pitching for the Dodgers have not has not been bad. It has been pretty damn good in this series. It has been good enough to win ball games. The offense needs to catch up, and that's the biggest key right now. You have top of the order hitting like one fifty in the series. I think there's seven for whatever the hell it is number. Right. It's bad. It's not good. Top of the lineup's real bad. Those are the guys that have produced all year long. That's the guys who've been your production. Not necessarily that you can't rely on the back half of your lineup of this Dodgers lineup, but it's also filled at times with a lot of guys who haven't produced or have had a lot of cold streaks, and mm -hmm. one of those guys is Cody Bellinger. So when you have that in the back half of your lineup, you really cannot afford for your top three, four guys to just go down like they have the past couple of days. I mean, they <clears throat> let's be honest, they all look, everybody looked really bad yesterday, and everybody looked really bad in game one. But in game two, the bottom half of the lineup came through more than anybody. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you got to get those guys moving. Mookie, Mookie has to get moving, man. If this, I mean, we've talked about it before. If it's, it's when Trey and Mookie are going, mm -hmm. this whole lineup's going. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Those guys are going. If they're not going, we're just not. And it's been bad. And, you know, there are opportunities to get going if you do better uh, a better job at adjusting in the game. And, again, that's what we didn't see in game one. We did not see it in game three. You play to the situation. You, you, if if uh, you're, you're hitting the ball hard at people, that's what you're supposed to do. If you're hitting the ball hard up in the air in, in, on an evening where there is, like, you know, once-in-a-decade wind at the ballpark you're playing at, adjust. I don't know, throw down a bunt, uh, slap a hit the opposite way. Don't just try to crank one out. And, and you know, that's kind of – it's easy to get stuck into that, I would imagine, knowing you're only chasing a run. But at the same time, it wasn't working. It was obviously not going to work. And how many times did we just see him, you know, lazy fly ball? I mean, we were really hoping at some point with some of those the wind would help. We get a windblown double or whatever it is. Pujols got a, a windblown single. That could have been a double for most other guys, but uh, it wasn't that way. But I, I think now we have enough of a sample size watching this team over this uh, over this run of success um, for the last you know almost decade. They Dodger Stadium is a different animal in October, and right. they need to adjust to it. The Dodgers won a World Series at Globe Life Field, and how I miss you. Right now, Globe Life Field. You know the one game they struggled with all that wind when they had the, the roof open the roof at Globe open. Life? Yep. Yeah, and that was a whole thing, hashtag narrative. Well, it's a lot more of a controlled environment than you're getting at Dodger Stadium, but we saw that with the 2019, um, you know, Will Smith, you thought it was a gone, uh, you know, home run in the, the NLDS against the, the Nationals. The Nationals. Yep. You thought that was gone, and it stayed in. And you've actually seen that with a few of Will Smith's shots so far. Uh, this post or actually since like the start of September, it gets a little colder. It gets a little heavier there at Dodger stadium. Uh, and I'm not talking about the clientele and you know, the ball just stays in the park. So adjust, find a way to, to hit some grass, keep it lower. Don't not as low as Mookie. And, and the thing that sucked about that Mookie shot is it was like one or two feet to, to drop any left. other direction. It was <laughs> right at him, humped perfectly at him. Tough play for him, and, and you know what? That son of a bitch, Brandon Crawford, help, makes it all a play. But, again, adjust to the situation, and that's what it's going to be. Adjust to it. Terry Lear is going off in the chat, and uh, I think he or she is having a heart attack or a stroke. I'm not really sure. Terry, we're sending the EMTs to you right now. Uh, stay where you are. Look, you're talking about yesterday's game. We're over it. 
we're moving on. We talked about the offense. You have to be obviously better at adjusting in game, but there's you know only so much that you can do when you're facing somebody good like Logan Webb. But you weren't yeah. facing somebody good like Logan Logan Webb. And there's you know again you said it yesterday. Alex Wood has that tendency to be a big game pitcher, and he was. He showed up. He threw yeah. a ton of pitches early on. He got through it. He made it through. He made guys work. He beat us. Absolutely, he beat us. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. It's a shame that we sent Max Scherzer home with a loss in this one in a one-run game in the division series between the two best teams in baseball. An absolute travesty that we did that to him. Worst. The worst time also to pick up his first loss as a Dodger. I mean, he's, worst he's never started a game time. that the Dodgers have lost until yesterday, and yeah. that is a bad time to do it, and not a reasonable time either because it was one to nothing. So <clears> we can dwell on that all we want, but we got Walker Buehler going today on short rest. When this first came out, wait, he's going on short rest. He's going on short rest. Don't forget that. When this first came out, I was first on. Were <laughs> you were first on it? Were you surprised at all, at in any way, shape, or form that they didn't go any other direction? No. That's There's the, no choice. That's the only call you make. He's pitching one day short rest. He threw 99 pitches on Friday. Sure, that's less than ideal. Um, but you can't have your season end with Tony Gonsolin or David Price getting the ball to start or, uh, I don't know, Alex Vesia as an opener or whatever. Right. You can't end your season on an opener. You need to go to your horse and – Best case scenario, you got Julio lined up once again at Oracle Park on uh, on Thursday for Game Five. But this is the only way to do it. Bueller goes six and a third, gives up six hits, three earned runs on ninety nine pitches uh, in the game one. Arguably, he should not have been out there for the seventh inning whatsoever to start that. You can go either way on it. Probably should not have been out there. He was already pretty high up there in the pitch count. You're talking about a series in which he's going to start the last game at that point. Probably the last game of the series. Now it's changed a little bit. First career start on short rest has been noted already three times here. Will oh. be noted ten more times on the broadcast. Um, short rest. I just don't see a way. So if you're looking at it from the viewpoint of Dave Roberts, there is a 0% chance that you can go anywhere else, no yeah. matter who you choose to go with. You're obviously not going with Julio. The rest isn't there. He's obviously not a guy that you're going to go to this early, and he's pitching possibly on Thursday. But <clears throat> what are the other options? Start Tony Gonsolin, uh, use an opener, mm-hmm. whatever you might do. It, any way that he goes, aside from Walker Bueller, he's getting criticized. Even in yeah. the win, even in the win, he's getting criticized. There's mm-hmm. no way he's going to walk away from that, and people be like, "Dave made the right call." The only way that he gets to walk away with people saying, "Dave made the right call," is starting Walker Bueller. If Bueller mm-hmm. comes in and gives up five runs in the first inning, it was still the right call. I don't know how else to frame it for you. Um, I will say that, given that he's coming off a 99 pitch outing, and given he's coming off one of his highest workloads of his career, and obviously something that we didn't expect to see from him this season, but he was kind of forced to do it anyways. I would expect him to have a very short leash tonight in terms of getting in trouble early, in terms of getting his pitch count up too early. Mm-hmm. If things go as expected or if things go the right way, where do you think he gets in his pitch count? Where do you think he gets in his inning? Well, I think he will pitch. He'll keep pitching as long as he's not in trouble. Five, six innings, I'm assuming, is the target. But if he's, you know, by that point, you know, into the third time through the roster or the lineup. I don't think he goes three times through yeah. this lineup. Um, I was going to say something that I forgot it, but it was real good. So, guys, pretend like I said it um, and just go wow. from there. Press the button. Uh, does that yep. work? Yep. That All right. It. But yeah, getting back to what you're saying, it's the right call. Um, this really officially, uh, officially christens. Walker Bueller as the the uh, de facto ace of the staff with uh, Kershaw gone. 
He's making his first career postseason start on short rest. Did you know that one? And, and again, it's the right call. You can't have these other guys on the bump to do things. But I, I do think they're going to throw everybody. They're going to throw the kitchen sink. I said it earlier. They're going to throw Grandma at him. Whatever they need to do to try Grandma. to win, which allegedly was what they were trying to do last night. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that Billy McKinney got in the game. Absolutely makes sense. How about that pick to click, though? Pujols, two for two. Man, I'm good at this. Two singles? Is that what he, is that what he finished up with? <laughs> yeah, two for two. And then Souza comes in pinch hit, uh, with the pinch hit single as well. But um, A little looper. <laughs> things to be positive about. Uh, Walker Bueller is a horse at Dodger Stadium. I think he has like a 205 career ERA there. Um, three and two, two, five, three ERA and 12 career postseason start. He's the right guy you want in this game and he's going up against Anthony Descafani who by the numbers is the right guy the Dodgers want up for the Giants on the season he's 13 and 7 with a, a 3.17 ERA but he is a 7 an ERA over 7 against the Dodgers this season um he has an ERA just under 4 at Dodger Stadium for his career and an ERA just under 6 against the Dodgers in 12 starts over his career. However, his final or his last outing, he shoved six scoreless innings, two hitter. Right. There's a lot of numbers there to put together, but I think but over the course of his season, they've hit him well. It's like 22 earned runs in 25 innings or something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. He has not been very good against the Dodgers. I think when they got to him the first time, he had been like one of the best pitchers in baseball up to that point and then the Dodgers dinged him for 10 runs in his yeah. start. So it's one of those things that could go really either way, but if you're looking at who they're going to face, they're looking at potentially who you could be facing off against in the Giants rotation. That's the best-case scenario for the Dodgers. I just don't see anybody else you would want to face in this particular instance. I would say Alex would, but obviously we saw what he did last night. We don't want that again. Um, I know, that was the thing I, I was laughing about when you said yesterday about the, uh, you know, on paper this is a matchup they that makes win. no sense. You should win. Scherzer, Alex, Wood Alex Wood against a Hall of Famer. How did the Dodgers not win that? Well, one to nothing. That's how they not it's, win. That. It's because Woody uh, learned how to do this with LA. Spent what five of the last six years in LA. Spent a lot of time in that that postseason bullpen in the in the rotation, whatever it is, just being on the bench. Dude learned how to win, and and you're seeing that with every Dodger right now in the postseason. Kike is killing it. Verdugo, even though he didn't ever play on a postseason roster with the Dodgers, he's out there killing it. And uh, Jock. <laughs> It's finally getting finally got a start today because apparently the Braves have no idea what they're doing. But gets a lefty. Again, pitching has not been the problem for the Dodgers. They've given up four, what, five earned runs the entire series. Uh you win when you give up only five earned runs in an entire series. Um problem has been the lineup, like we said. Top of the lineup is not getting it going. Dave is doing what he can today to spark the lineup, and we see uh, some changes. Cody's back in the lineup at first base. And the big one, Gavin Lux is in center field. He was a spark plug. He was a spark to a stagnant lineup in September, and now he'll be called upon again. Did you have a problem with his first base decision? No. I personally did. Really? Who would you have gone? I'm, I, I, against Di Scavani? I, I mean, if you're looking at the numbers, I mean, oh, Cody, Cody's one for 12 yeah. in his life off of Di Scavani and struck out four times. He obviously hasn't had the great success. It's hard to count this year into that because obviously Cody's been so bad and missed so much time. But Beatty's 
three for six with a dong off of him. He's walked three times off of him. He's I mean, faced him? I thought he hadn't faced him. Yeah, oh. He's three for six. I mean, he's oh. batting 500 against him all this year, by the way. I mean, none of it happened before this year, so do with that what you will. But, I mean, if you're playing by the numbers, which is what Dave normally does, uh-huh. Beatty's your guy there. And it, it might be one of those situations where Dave looks There's, at it and goes, <laughs> Beatty off of the bench is, is the guy. guy. There's one guy where Dave Roberts does not go by the numbers, and that is with that is Matthew Matt Beatty. Beatty. Is his name Matthew? Matthew Thomas Beatty. Thomas. Oh. No respect. That's I two Bible you. names. Way to go, Matthew. <laughs> um, I mean, as long as Billy McKinney again doesn't touch a ball, touch a bat, anything like that, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the I'm gonna I would bet five dollars Billy McKinney gets in this game. I'm not taking that bet. Hundred percent gonna happen. Take that bet. Hundred percent gonna happen. But how do you feel about uh, Gavin Lux starting for the first time in what like a week and a half, two weeks? I thought he should have started game two after we lost game one, honestly. I think, you know, obviously it's hard to say because I'm such an A.J. Pollock uh, uh, supporter. I think he's a great dude. I think he's a great ball player. I don't think the dude has it when it comes to the postseason, and there's something to be said about that. But I do think that, you know, throughout the year he carried us. And so in Dave's mind, he's earned that opportunity. He's earned the opportunity to be in there. He's earned the opportunity to get starts. Fully agree. However, I don't necessarily think that he should be in there on a daily basis right now. Um he just doesn't look good. He doesn't look comfortable. You're talking. I mean, again, we're talking about two games where the whole lineup sucked. So it's hard to say like somebody should sit in that lineup. But when you're looking at how he takes his at bats, how comfortable or not comfortable he looks in the box right now, mm-hmm. it doesn't look great to me. So put Gavin in there, a guy who can spark the offense, a guy who has speed, can burn you, uh, can do things like that, can take the extra base, can steal a base, can lay one down and get on if he needs to against the shift, whatever it might yeah. be. You need that right now. You need that uh, spark plug. You need that guy at the bottom of the order that's going to do that for you because we don't have that right now. No. And if you're talking about a lineup that's been shut out twice now, you need a change. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. You like, need a change. Getting him in the lineup, getting Gavin in the lineup is the 100% the right call over over A.J. Pollock. I will um, say if we win tonight, Gavin will be in the lineup on Thursday as well. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and uh, you better hope he puts in a whole lot of work, a whole lot of early work tomorrow if they have a workout day, uh, which they should. And it see as many different fly balls as you can at Oracle Park uh, Oracle Park while you can because on Thursday it would get very very real um real, real quick if you go out there and drop a drop a baseball but uh yeah. lineup wise again let's look into it Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, Will Smith, Justin Turner, Gavin Lux, Cody Bellinger, Chris Taylor. All in all a good looking lineup on paper. Guys who have produced at the highest level at different points in time. Just not that much so far this postseason. <sighs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> uh, I saw a comment earlier talking about um, Matt Beatty being a no-show. Uh, he had a shot. There it is. Uh, Jason said he, Beatty had a shot and didn't show up. He played two games, hit the ball hard a couple of times. Also, nobody showed up in those games, by the way. So Fair. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's hard to – Game one. It's hard to not start and then, uh, hey, our one of our best players is out. Um, sorry, you're in the game now. And I'm aware I haven't given you enough opportunities to get in a rhythm, but uh, if you don't do well in two games, you're sitting. I got to shout out Billy Scott over on YouTube sends us a super chat. says, go buy a six-pack of beer on me. Billy Scott, we thank you. We're going to need it. Um, hopefully we get to drink those on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. We'll for a game that, that we we'll- get to play. Guys, uh, you heard the lineup. Call your uh, your shot. Do your predictions. Who are your pick to, picks to click? Who is going off in tonight's ball game? So far, I am four for four this postseason in picking players who have, I think, all at least got two hits. But, um, so I'm a god. 
My picks to click have all gone hitless, by the way. Didn't you? Who did you get in the first game? You had Will. Think Beatty. Oh, that was a stupid move. Don't you know he can't get it done? <laughs> okay, he rocked it in the first at bat. And then, yeah. You know, uh, and then I picked Corey game two, which, you know, Corey got a hit, right? He got a hit game two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yesterday I picked uh, Mr. Amuki, who almost had hell? a hit. Where the hell is 2020 Corey Seager right now? God damn, do we need that boy. Should I not have a pick? <laughs> Take a new approach? <sighs> Maybe if you pick somebody from the Giants. Anthony DiSclefani, my click to pick. That's my click to pick for today. We got some names filling in there, out. but uh, yeah, go ahead and tell mm. us, guys, in the uh, in the comments here, who's going off in the lineup tonight. Uh, my pick is going to be Gavin Lux. I'm keeping it short and keeping it simple, keeping it sweet. He came off the bench, put together a hell of a of a, I guess a hard hit, hard contact. Uh, man, imagine just like that deflating feeling. His arm went up. And then it was just like heartbreak. I mean, the the Giants were talking about it after the game. Evan Longoria. They were all like, we thought it was gone. They thought it was gone. I mean, it should have been gone. 106.9 off the bat. That's uh, that's gone at Dodger Stadium. But again, 870 expected batting average or something crazy like that. 890. 890 on the expected batting average. But my pick, yeah, it's going to be Gavin Lux. Let's get into some of the comments here. Callie. I guess my alarm's going off. Callie. It's time. On YouTube says, uh, Mookie's going off. Alexis says, uh, my shot is six shots of Don Julio. No, Alexis, rest in peace. <laughs> he'll be pitching on uh, Don Julio. Yeah. yeah, yeah Blake Smith says, on. Dodgers win 5-3 tonight. Lux with a two-run bomb as well. So that's the click to pick there. Craig over on YouTube says, Corey Seager. Roach is picking Souza with a really inappropriate tagline attached to it. We appreciate you there. Pinche uh, <laughs> Payaso says, share your Don Julio. I like That's a good YouTube name. I like that a lot. <laughs> Uh, Noel, I don't know, says 2020 Seager will be today. I'm really hoping for that. Wow. We need that a lot. My God, do we need that. Brian Gax on YouTube says Lux. That's it. Steve says CT3 going off tonight. Bruce Davis says uh, he misses uh, Yoshi-san. Ah. Yeah. I remember them days. He rest in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> is that where he is? Uh, yeah, he ended, up, uh, he ended up going there. Uh, Brian, by the way, Brian Anthony, is. Uh, he should be studying. But he can't miss the Blue Heaven uh, before the game. We appreciate you hanging out with tell us. You, tell your teacher we said it's okay. Uh, Dirk Diggler, who I believe I know, hmm. uh, is always either Barnes or Smith. So I'm guessing in this case it's going to be a Will Smith. Matt says Mookie. Debra says Corey. Um, a lot of Mookies. Ro- Roach says he's going off if we lose tonight. Like in what way? Well, let us know in the comments below. We got a Trey Turner in the lineup from uh, Felix. He's going deep. Craig says, Corey, I think you already said. <laughs> I, I see your Roach one now. There it is. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Got a couple of Luxes in there, which, I again, I uh, I would go with what I'm saying. I'm just saying. See, we always, like, fluff people up during the stream, and then they're like, Lux. I'm picking Lux. Lux is yeah. a good pick. Oh, they watch we us. We're on in the yeah. locker room right now. Gavin, unblock me, you coward. <laughs> you literally told us to keep that energy. And then block me. Coward. How can I keep the energy if you block me? Brian Gax says Brian Gax, by the way. Uh, I, it's, I always love that one. It's, uh, it's the guy from Seinfeld that uh, talks about himself in the locker room. That guy? Jimmy? He's like Jimmy or something like that? Uh, yeah. uh, Jimmy's pretty fond of you. <laughs> Jimmy's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Josh Padilla says Corey Siegel. Let's go. Because, you know, they call him Corey Siegel. Seagull. <laughs> V-Track says Walker will come through tonight and go seven and two, or go seven, two unearned runs to secure the win. I would not be surprised to see those unearned runs. They have not been playing overly clean baseball 
throughout the postseason. Dave Luna says Mookie has got to go off. He's got to be pissed. Yeah, you know, don't let the Mookie get hot. Don't don't make him be angry either because that was – you don't see him be uh, – I don't know if it's showy. You don't see him get that kind of emotion too much, but, you know. This is my favorite one, by the way, and, and we'll probably end on this because this is the most perfect thing. Dan says, no bombs tonight, but great runners in scoring position batting. Oh. And that's ultimately – that's all we need. I don't give a crap about dongs tonight. I need great R-I-S-P – ECT. Hey, <laughs> respect. Don, don't you listen to him. We, we should make a respect you. shirt. R A S P E C T. Respect. Hey, Eddie, somebody get on it. Eddie, respect. Finally, um, I reached out to some of the fans, and, and while I go through some of these, uh, give us your final score predictions now, and then we'll get out of here. It's a longer show today. But um, I asked some of uh, Dodgers Nation folks, uh, how are we feeling tonight, fam? And and one of my favorite ones, they were pretty much the first two comments I got. Uh, our old uh, Dodgers Nation friend Jason McClure said positive, followed by Uni Keaton say, uh, Uni Kitten saying anxiety. I so feel that. In my I, f- yeah. I feel that 100% positive anxiety. Um, aren't you so glad to be getting this, though? I mean – you know, think of somebody like the Angels. Their season ended in what? Uh, May 2011. <laughs> <laughs> in May 2011. But, uh, yeah, there's a fair amount of uh, positive. There's a fair amount of negative. Um, our friend Tati says uh, she's ready for whatever. Check back during the actual game. And that's uh, that's cheating, I think. Uh, J9 is still angry after yesterday. But... They think uh, thinking that they can actually pull this off. I feel pretty good. Our friend Henry, your friend Henry, uh, Henry, former oh, enemy turned uh, my Henry. Friend. Uh, this is the one I really enjoyed. A lot of people enjoyed it, folks. The devil winds have subsided. This team, our team, is battle born and tested. A new script will be written tonight. We win tonight and the series. LFG, being positive, Henry. We appreciate the positivity because I do feel more gooder about tonight again you can't not feel good about walker f and bueller in the postseason against anthony desclafani who um is a dude he's a jag in my opinion yeah pretty he's jag, a jag in my he's pretty opinion. jag he's old, a very old uh, jag off he's a very farhand uh farhand-esque jag these days but i'm gonna let you lead it off what's uh what's your final score prediction i'm not there? doing it you're not? I'm not doing a click-to-pick. I'm not doing a final score prediction. we got to change it up, man. I mean, j- in the same way that Doc needed to change the lineup, we are going to change the way that we do things around here. So, so I wait, will not I mean, be making I can't, predictions. I can. You right. can. You've All been right. good about it. Yeah. I don't know the score yet, but I know the Dodgers win. And I'm feeling somewhere in that pocket 4-2. That was a good one to pick. I didn't mean to pick go, that one. Go place money on that one, and if I don't uh, make you money, you could just at me. I'm at BrookMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. But let's get into some of these uh, predictions, and then we'll go ahead and get the hell out of here because I got to fight through traffic to get back to the place I was just at. Yes. Um, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Where are they at? I'm in a bad spot with the comments. Um, 5-1. Alondra says 5-1 Dodgers on Facebook. Uh, Flip. Says amen. I agree. I don't know what for. Um, Anthony says, I heart you, Brooke. Oh, Anthony. 
This James, is, this is a hard. I can't make one. But James Cooper says three two Dodgers extra innings walk off. Oh, that no. would be fun oh, and no. nightmare fuel. No. Don Kim says a hundred percent positivity. Uh, Chewy says Dodgers win uh, one nine four seven. Uh, they they're going to score a lot of runs. runs. Nineteen million runs oh. to one run. So Walker really is going to blow it, uh, not getting the shutout. Um, and that's uh, you know that's pretty unfortunate because you you want to make sure you get that shutout in there. Anyway, more of them, more of them. Uh, <laughs> Roach says 420 to 69. Always a professional. Harzoid on YouTube says 62. Um, Nomo Fomo says, I'm scared, as are we all. That's the fun part of this one. Uh, David says, We needed a 3 0 lead in the first inning. Yeah, my, my score prediction is probably wrong because I think this game's going to go honestly one of two ways. It's going to be like an 11 nothing or an 11 run first inning game. Right. Or it's going to be a game 7 of the 2017 World Series. Right. Those are the only two options, I think. So, uh well, I felt good until now. Do with that what you will. I have I have there's two predictions I threw out there. I've got to be right or wrong in some way. Uh Jason says 4-3 Dodgers. Anthony Keene on my boat says 12 2 Dodgers, and you know, on the, the whole 11 runs yeah, in the first yeah, inning, yeah, and then one yeah. after that. That would be <laughs> that'd also, be very Dodgers. That'd be very Dodgers. Rafael says six to two Dodgers. We got a super chat in the stream, and I don't know if it is a savory super chat, but it's your boy sends us a, a five dollar spot. Says if Bueller gets shelled, fans will be mad if Roberts pulls him early, fans will be mad. All we know. Fans better, will be mad. <laughs> one that fans will be mad, but they better have a fire under their ass, and they will because they've been there. CT3. Today, pregame, talked about, hey, th- this is when we play our best. When our back's against the wall, are against the wall, and we've seen that. We've seen that time and time again from this team of recent vintage. We saw that a lot in 2020. We saw that a bit in the wild card. Feel good about your Dodgers tonight. Um, and if I'm wrong, boy, did I pick a bad time to be wrong. And anyways, or at any rate, whatever, I guess that's about it. Guys, uh, we are going to be on the internet at DodgersNation.com, so go find us there. Go subscribe to our newsletter. Um, Download our app where you can keep abreast of the situation inning by inning and follow along with our uh, Twitter play-by-play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there, and uh, we die there, I guess. Uh, you said it first. <laughs> be loud, you know. Oral told us all to be loud. Loud Oral. Let's if there's go. one thing I like, it's Oral. Yep, loud Oral. Percise. Guys, I'm at Brookmate 3. This guy over here is at RealFRG. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter and Instagram as well. Follow along all postseason. Postseason long, hopefully beyond tonight. Oh, thank, please, God, beyond tonight. We are we are really, really hoping for tonight. Thank you guys for being here with us. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your super chats that you dropped. For those of you that did, we appreciate y'all. Go Dodgers. Let's uh, beat some guy whose name Anthony Tortellini. Goodbye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.